Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the Products in LA podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Cole, and this is an opportunity to shine the spotlight on some of the exceptional founders and technology leaders we have as part of the LA community in an unedited, one-take, organic conversation. With us today is Arik Pulaya, fresh off the stage from Techstars LA Demo Day. Great to have you here, Arik. Great to be here. Awesome. Well, more from you in a second, but first a word from our sponsors. Products in LA is brought to you by Unita. Unita Club is a co-working space that sets itself apart. Three locations in the South Bay, Unita is where creativity flourishes. Unlike traditional offices, they provide an inspiring environment where ideas can thrive and businesses can grow. With Unita, there's no hidden fees, there's flexible terms, options for dedicated offices, and unlimited access to conference rooms, a photo studio and a podcast studio like this one, plus standard and 3D printers and 24-7 access at any of their locations. They're local champions to support neighborhood businesses, open their event spaces to nonprofits, and celebrate art, music, and culture. Join United Club and experience co-working like never before. Learn more at www.unita.club, U-N-I-T-A dot club, C-L-U-B. We're also brought to you by the Product Manager Association Los Angeles, brought to uh, available at pma.la. They're the largest professional organization for product designers in LA with more than 3,000 members from over 500 companies. They host monthly meetups, organize the Product Leader Council, and have a mentorship program where they connect working product managers with students from underrepresented groups to build a better, more diverse next gen. To learn more about PMA, go to pma.la. To learn more about the mentorship program, go to pma.la slash mentorship. Our guest today is Arik Bulaya. He's the co-founder of Safa.ai. Uh, Arik, could you just give us a 30-second description of, of Safa? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so at a high level, we use deep learning and machine learning to automate document review and generation for software engineers specifically. That's awesome. And, and so it's um, generating documentation, which can often, often be a challenge for, for growing startups that where they, they move beyond the, the, the phase where everyone has tribal knowledge and you get to maybe the 30-person, the 50-person range, and all of a sudden you don't know what everyone's doing in your company anymore. Uh, definitely something I've seen be helpful in some of the places I've worked, some of the startups I've worked for and worked uh, with. Um, so what was your journey like becoming a founder? Did, did You probably didn't grow up imagining you were going to become uh, someone who'd help create automated software for documentation. No, so no, tell us about your journey. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, growing up, the expectation, as I'm sure it is in many Asian households, is, uh, you know, engineer or doctor or something like that. And for me, it was doctor, but okay. I had uh, fallen in love with marketing uh, with an early sort of internship opportunity working for vaporization startups. It was one here in uh, Los Angeles. Oh wow, like a vape, like a vape. Yeah, it was. They they had started off as a gentleman brand, which was an actual hardware manufacturer for vaporizers. And oh wow. Then, uh, they had gone into actual concentrate uh, production through Alpine, which is still around today. Um, from what I understand, they're still doing quite well. Um, but there, I, I you know I was astroturfing and things like that on Shopify and you know, getting onto Reddit forums and pretending I'm having a conversation with myself to get people to look at this brand. Right, so. <laughs> And what's astroturfing? Astroturfing is where uh, you basically appear not as you are. So uh, yeah, you're basically saying, "Well, I'm not affiliated with this company. I I have a two-way conversation with myself <laughs> on two separate accounts uh, to just get the community to jump in and, and start uh, interacting on that same forum." So 
well. Yeah. Early um, stage startups, though. Yeah, early stage yeah. startups. You know, you got, you got to be gra- grassroots marketing techniques, I guess is what it's formally called now. Okay. Um, but no, I sort of fell in love with marketing. Uh, I started, as I'm sure undergrad, started uh, working with a lot of accelerators and co-working spaces. Uh, naturally, following undergrad, I, I wanted to continue in the startup space. Uh, that resulted in working at Retention Science, uh, Santa Monica company that they were acquired by Constant Contact a couple of years ago, but they focused on machine learning customer data platform before uh, a lot of companies were at that time not really machine learning. Yeah. It, it was uh, predictive or advanced analytics, but this is one of the few that was actually doing that, uh, doing business development there, but wanted to do more. I started to fall in love with product actually, product and uh-huh. customer success. I think you're probably, you've probably seen the dichotomy between sales and the rest of the company. Right. Uh, everybody's like, they don't know what's going on. They're not on the same page, whatever it may be. I, I didn't like that because I, I, I'm not technical by trade, but I'm technical by nature. Um, so I enjoy those technical aspects. Well, what do you mean by that? Um, so I'm not trained to be an engineer. Right. My, my background's in sales and marketing. Uh, that, that's all I've ever done. I can't code anything, right? Okay. If you ask me to look at a script, maybe I can, if it's a SQL script or a Python, maybe I can put it together. Um, but in terms of how technical things work in general, mm. uh, I, I enjoy understanding you know, those layers deeper so that if I'm in the room with a PhD, I can have an intelligent conversation on that topic um, as opposed to being sort of, I, I don't know anything about this. Um, you know. And now I, I want to call back to the Techstars demo day. You, that, you had an image of you in a, a BMW, I believe, yeah. an engine, and you, you broke down the engine as, tra- as one of the descriptions of how SAFA works. Yeah, yeah, which uh, it, I, I had shown an exploded diagram of the engine in that car, and it, it, these are basically interconnected systems, right? You yeah. have thousands of parts all working in unison together. If one goes wrong, it can result in either the whole engine failing, or that means wear on another part, and ultimately, I, I've broken enough stuff on cars to know <laughs> I have to read the manual, right? Or, or I'm scanning through forums for hours and hours trying to figure out, hey, this is what the assumption is. What am I making? What do I need to do to fix this? Uh, and then ultimately, that, that's what we're doing with software, right? It is Software systems are much more complex than maybe many mechanical systems. Just in general, software complexity is increasing at a far higher rate than uh, hardware complexity. Uh, yeah. So the question is, how do you manage that? Uh, and we've seen teams, well, for one, engineers hate documentation. And for two, that, that is true. Uh, these, these systems can be so complex that understanding the impact of one change across that system can be very, very difficult. Um, so that's why we use language models to, to get that insight more quickly uh, back to the engineer. I mean, not bad for a non-technical guy. Is, yeah. Not, that surprised not, me because <laughs> yeah, based on based on the demo, how you started off by saying, hey, here's what it you know, I really love cars, and here's what a car engine looks like exploded. Uh, yeah, I would definitely have imagined you, you, you'd have more of a technical background. Yeah, yeah, I think the most flattering conversations have been with, you know, I, I've connected with principal engineers, senior systems engineers, um, senior software engineers, pretty much the whole gamut, right? Yeah. Uh, but there's a few who thought I was I was getting a, I was doing a thesis or a PhD in this, or that I was familiar, and those flattered me because I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I wish, honestly. Do you find that's helped you as a co-founder, the, the ability to speak the language, even though you're not a coder yourself, the ability to, to have the interest and, and 
converse, the ability to converse with those folks? Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's an invaluable skill. It's something that I think anyone really in sales and marketing, and I've seen this methodology in sales multiple times where it's, you don't need to understand the product, you know, as long as you can identify the pain points uh, and make it fit that, uh, then you're good, which to a large extent is true. But at the same time, if you're able to speak at a technical level, I think that informs how you speak at it about it at a higher level. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it's definitely helped in you know these early conversations with systems engineers in aerospace, right? Like, yeah, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't know this stuff. So some of those early conversations were very painful, but now over time, you know, you start to get a feel for okay, I'm beginning to put the pieces together myself. It's like a different form of self-learning, if you will. And and the way you're describing your story, and maybe I missed this, the the work you did on the technical side of the vape. Was that before undergrad? Yes. Yes, okay. it was. It was. <laughs> I was trying to, yeah, the timeline yeah. is, you mentioned that, and then you mentioned undergrad. So, yeah, yeah. so this, this started from early age. Yeah, yeah, which um, I, I wouldn't, I'm not a prodigy by any means. Uh, I, I just happened to fall into something that I was very passionate about, and that sort of laid the groundwork for, uh, well, I, I don't want to go to med school. Uh, yeah. This is, I want to understand how people think about things and, and why they make the decisions they make. And then ultimately, uh, yeah, marketing gave me that opportunity, sometimes on a mass scale, you know, if you're doing Google ads or something like that, but also on an individual scale, if I'm just talking to you as a product manager or something like that. So That's fantastic. Um, wow. Thank, thank you so much for sharing your story and, and grounding this in Los Angeles, um, you know, being coming off the, the stage at, at the Techstars demo day certainly helps. That's definitely part of grounding you in LA, but um I'd love to to hear more about you know what's the most LA thing that's happened to you? It can be tech related or, or doesn't yeah. have to. Yeah. Um most LA thing, I, I mean, I feel like the easiest one is to run into a celebrity, right? And I was uh I had gone bowling with some friends at this really nice bowling alley. It, it was more of like an adult bowling alley, they only had two lanes, right? So you had to reserve it. So like Lucky Striker or even I'm not sure. I high, think it's higher end than the I'd say high much higher end. Okay. It, it was like a Quite a fancy place. Okay. Um, and while I was there, uh, we, we had reserved the lane. And then in the lane next to me, TI happened to be bowling. And I was like, <laughs> this is so strange. Um, we ended up, you know, he, he was very kind. He came over, he shook all of our hands. Uh, we had we had shared a gaze uh, for, <laughs> for a good five seconds while we were shaking hands. But uh, good eye contact from TI. Yeah, very good eye contact. It was a little <laughs> awkward because I was like, this isn't. I, I don't shy away from eye contact, but I definitely notice when people are better at eye contact than other people. Right. Um, and he, he in particular, was very good at eye contact. So, that's, yeah. That's <laughs> so. incredible. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing your story and learning a little bit about TI uh, <laughs> and as well as Safa.ai. Um, and where can they, where can people learn more about it? Where can they find more yeah, about so Safa? Our, our name is our website. So safa.ai, uh, and then of course we're we're on LinkedIn. We're not the biggest social posters. That's probably on me. I need to start <laughs> upping our marketing campaign. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, so it's Arik Gulaya. The company is safa.ai, and uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors again: PMALA at PMA.LA and Unita at Unita.club. I want to thank you all for listening to us again. And uh, you know, if you like what you hear, please smash the subscribe button and. Uh, continue to listen to some of the folks we have coming up next. We have some really good ones. Thanks again for joining us and 
We'll catch you next time on Products in LA.